welcome, welcome to this episode of the Diary of a Chainmaker's podcast. And I'm so delighted to have you here. My name is Oluwa Sheyi Moejo. You can call me Sheyi. So on today's episode, I'll be taking you to the, the topic of collaboration. The power of collaboration and team building in the work we do as change makers. I'm going to start, start on this very strong quote by Helen Keller, which says, Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. I believe this encapsulates all we are going to talk about in this episode. Wow, that was a big word, right? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how I come up with these big words in my mind, but I guess that's one of the that's one of the side effects of being a law student. Like whenever I'm talking and I just like say one very large vocabulary, I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> but essentially that's that quote alone, we can do so little together, we can do so much, just summarizes all we're going to talk about in this episode. So now what is all of this about and essentially what is this collaboration about in this episode is basically focused on collaboration in the context of team building how you can build better teams for your for your organization or for your project as a change maker so firstly as we all know a team is basically a set of individuals who work towards achieving a common goal a common goal that's like one of the main elements of a team now the, the very basic fact is that when carrying out change-making projects, social impact projects, community projects, international development projects, creating a team is one of the most crucial elements of this um, whole ordeal. In most cases, you definitely have to create a team because just one person can't achieve so much, right? So we have to like work together and collaborate together to meet several demands and um and crucial aspects of implementing such projects essentially in the long run is always smart and always very essential to create a team because there are times when you may not be able to do everything alone and most important and most importantly like you really want to go further in the work you do as change makers and or rather, we, want, we really want to go further and work with you as change maker, and that is why it's so important that we be very deliberate and intentional about building a team that can help that can help us work in this vision, work towards a vision. So now, how can you build a small but impactful team for a social impact project? And essentially, in this case, you might be the team leader who is who is someone that is at the forefront of ensuring that everything from decisions to plans and projects go as planned. A good team leader is a person who is able and willing to build a structure for his or her team members that sparks creativity, innovation, and generates tangible results. A team leader should be able to nurture collaborations and promote performance amongst his or her team members. Now, let's explore the qualities of a good team. The first crucial quality of a good team is effective communication. Communication is the foundation for the growth of any project or organization, and it is a quality every team should possess. Poor communication results in a team with no productivity and very 
low results and performance other qualities like being goal and result oriented encouraging diversity welcoming different perspectives from different um cultures personalities ages and so many other things um because the truth is that everyone sees things from different points of view so like basically trying to have this kind of very open-minded um space where people learn from each other and grow and you as a leader also grows and is also very open to suggestions the next is leadership right you have very good leadership so like the fact that being a leader is not just about having having that title as being a leader or being like okay the executive director or the co-founder or the founder but essentially trying to understand that being in these roles come with very very big shoes to fit in or like come with very crucial responsibility that helps to keep the team in check keep the team steered towards achieving the various specified goals and and actually like stepping out of your comfort zone with the zeal to change to effect change to grow and to do the needful and be very intentional about it the next is organization in terms of how the fact that team members and leaders have to be able to take responsibility and stay very organized and in terms of being ready and working 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 um working effectively towards achieving deadlines and meetings and all of that now we are now up to the very major aspect of this podcast which is how to recruit a team right how can you build a team for your project so we've gone over what a team is um and the characteristic of an eff- the characteristic of an effective team why we need a team now we're going to go into like how we can build teams and collaborate towards creating impacts the first is um you have to ask yourself this question what roles do i need for this project like what roles like list them all out look at the whole project outline from start to finish and like every what do i actually need in terms of all of this um all, all of this um operations or activities that need to be or tasks that need to be completed who, 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 who can fit in all of this so basically what roles do i need for this project what will be the duties of these individuals what skills are required for this project so after you've been able to provide some basic answers to this question and been able to then maybe look over it with someone and then be able to like flesh it up a bit and all of that and then clearly list it all out it's then time for you to throw out a call for team members so um honestly do not overthink it it's it's always good to ask for help when you need it so you could probably reach out to a mentor or someone that's already in this space before you like to help guide you in this process offer you advice and tips on how you can you can get to recruit the right people on your team and also being very open-minded and welcoming and not so strict with your like requirements and all of that depending on the nature of the project you're working on especially when it comes to volunteer volunteer um forming volunteer teams sometimes you have to not to well to make it a bit more welcoming you have to make it a bit um not too restrictive or strict with requirements and all of that then um you can you can actually start from your inner circle so before you launch out to maybe go into social media which is a very great place to actually begin to recruit people to your team you can actually look in within from your friends to your classmates colleagues and all of that 
personally my first experience in building a team was actually when i was in um when i was in um high school that secondary school and uh, that was forming a club a school club mm. it was interesting actually i remember having to speak to friends about it and i remember having to go around classes to invite with the teacher to invite people to join our club it was actually very tedious um but i was in the class in the school setting right and um i remember our first our first um we had a long actually when we went to classes we actually asked who would like to join our club and we had like a long list of people actually sign up but like sorry not sign up but rather show interest when the end we had we had about let's say 25 percent of people that would their names show up but it was actually a very good number and very generous number and we we're able to then work together to like um as assign roles like important roles and then like other things so well you see that was in a school setting and basically that was like the very first time i got introduced like more broadly into the concept of team building in terms of change making um if you've probably listened to my first episode you get to hear my story of how i started as a change maker very briefly i actually started when i was 16 in high school and i'm currently um i've been on i've been in this for the past four years and counting this year will be my 50 actually and it's been a beautiful experience so far um to have seen like learn of most of these concepts from like very basic like very very young age and learn more and more as i'm still young i'm actually still young yeah <laughs> so yeah um uh to some extent i feel that there's sometimes that even volunteer roles call for like strict requirement depending on the kind of operations and the nature of projects as i mentioned earlier that your organization is working on and so after you've been able to like um we've gotten some interest the next to be then to designate roles to people and like the people that you've that have shown interest and like basically trying to evaluate them on some certain criteria it could be based on let's say their capacity most times their capacity actually then their time availability that's in terms of volunteer projects for instance um you can't like give someone you can't put someone let's say someone has offered to like um has offered to volunteer at least two hours a week you can't put such person in a very crucial project that let's say let's say a project i'm sorry a role you can't put some such person in a role that would probably require a lot of time and then expect the person to deliver on that it can't just happen they have already told you what you should expect from them and then you shouldn't like really have too much expectation you should work with what they have offered and try to see how you can probably if need be recruits for a particular that specific role that maybe you haven't just really gotten that specific person so there are two things that you should always take take to mind when you are when you are designating roles especially for volunteer teams this has been two things i have taken note of like over time in my volunteer team um recruitment and all of that the first thing i've taken note of is like i take note of is their strengths and weaknesses like where how can i win what in what role would this person be able to perform better at and how like how can i support such person in in the weaknesses or their gaps right through another role or through my role right so basically understanding your team members strengths and weaknesses will help you to better understand each other and set up some kind of structures that would help prevent things like conflicts or prevent things like 
um, not meeting expectations and all of that. The next I would like to talk about is knowing their availability, their time availability, right? So um, most times, especially for volunteer projects, you have to like maybe ask them up front, how much time are you, are you offering? And how much time would you be able to, like, would, would you be able to give on a weekly basis to this course? And um, with that time, with, with, with that being stated, you try to understand their availability and time commitment and put them in roles that would fit into that and if it's not possible maybe it doesn't really all the roles you have on ground on ground is a bit like more demanding and you haven't passed in someone that's offered to like fit in for a longer time you probably still have to maybe still do another call or leave your call for for your volunteers open right so most times volunteer recruitment can be in various forms it can it can it, it can most times just be a form okay feel the form depending on the, depending on the kind of volunteer team you you have so at your recycle previously we had a we've had a very large volunteer team but then our very first form of volunteer team was very large actually we had so many people come in and then it was very very it was very very flexible anyone almost anyone could come in right if you're just really we're just based on are you ready to take action okay come join us something like that but then as we grew as we we became like as we've been growing and evolving we have been able to like create some other kind of structure so firstly we then had like a core team and then we had a larger team of volunteers and so now but however you recycle is taking on more more like more intensive tasks sorry more intensive more intensive projects this year and the next phase of the work we're doing and we realized that when it comes because as at last year we had we had a core team of about 13 people that were really like we're close knitted together we had meetings like almost every week not almost every week necessarily but like let's say roughly we had over like let's say 40 team meetings or 30 team meetings last year so like we had it like such that we have bi-weekly or weekly meetings from time to time to keep to keep ourselves um connected and and well well charged towards um, the various tasks we have at hand for that week um and then we had a larger team of volunteers that were mostly like if you had a tax and we and there was someone that had a particular skill relevant to that they'll probably work with one of the core team members to then achieve that particular tax regarding the project but then we realized that it was actually difficult to manage the larger volunteer team right and so right now we are still trying to see how we can work around that so we currently we are currently working on having just a core team of about maximum of 15 to 20 young people working with us on these ideas in a volunteer in a voluntary capacity at the moment and then we that's we may, we may have some like um we then want to form like a kind of network called the friends of you recycled initiative so you're not necessarily a volunteer but when opportunities let's say we're having an event and we need more hands on deck we can call out to you or you're probably in a, in a city where we are coming to come and do a program or project we'll call out we'll call out we'll call out for your support or we need support in maybe like broadcasting a mess in broadcasting an event um announcement to reach out to you for support and then we've had like good recept reception of that from our from our previous volunteer base right and we want to see how we're actually going to destroy that and see how it goes um yeah so the next and i think the final aspect of this episode is having it how to how to engage your team over time 
now before i go on if you've listened up to this point thank you so much please don't forget to hit the subscribe button or the follow button and and also give a rating to this podcast also i'd really appreciate that you can also leave a review that would be fabulous thank you so much um now so how to engage your team over time having a team is awesome but how can you engage them so that they can always remain motivated to push further engaging because engaging your team is crucial for success and continued operations when you're able to engage your team effectively it will help in bridging the communication barrier so let's look at this together so the first thing is that it's a very good practice to actually engage your team regularly so um basically this can range from building relationships with each other to grow the team bond to keeping them updated on the project um outcomes um action plans and action points and all of that um and also following up with them to understand how their tasks are going maybe they have some challenges along the way and they probably skeptical about asking or they have not particularly considered asking out asking for help basically trying to see basically trying to see to form a a kind of space that is very makes everybody feel welcome makes everybody feel feel at ease in acting out asking for help and support and um making sure that like there it's a very enjoyable process for everyone like it's not it doesn't feel especially when it comes to volunteer teams it doesn't feel like too rigid or too too difficult somewhat so then the next thing is still on what we've said establishing establishing excellent communication basically trying to always keep your team informed about various ongoings at the organization or concerning the projects also also so important acknowledge, acknowledging contributions like basically acknowledging your team's contribution each person's contribution to the project like how crucial that person's um, commitment has helped to achieve xyz and this would inspire others to also do more and also inspire the person to to keep pushing and you yourself to also actually keep making better opportunities for your volunteers to help advance the projects or the organization's goals and also their personal development too basically making the person feel proud of his or her contribution to the growth of the team so for the, of the team rather so it's so important that you acknowledge the contributions of your team members like i think one very not so good thing is when someone does something and then somebody else somebody else like overshadows the person's hard work and get the credit for it that's really like not so good that's not a good feeling so like basically volunteer volunteers want to be the volunteers want to feel seen and acknowledged so um try as much as possible to acknowledge their support and contributions from time to time the next is um basically giving timelines and deadlines i think it's so crucial to a very large extent because it helps to keep everybody on their toes and keep like a kind of every have everybody feel very organized so they're not like slack or like just not, it's not just it's not like um so loose like there's a particular structure around how you have to achieve some tasks within some given timeline and also updating them on the project's impact project progress i think i mentioned this previously um also keeping them keeping them informed about their efforts and, and accomplishments 
so that we can like this can help to continually encourage everyone to keep doing more and keep pushing better towards the grand vision um i think also one thing that is super helpful is like like some really helpful tools like for instance i tried using trello i tried using trello once for a very intensive project last year that was our african environment fellowship it had different like it had different aspects of it and most of my team members in fact all of my team members we are like based in different locations in nigeria so we work remotely and so like a trello a trello board an app was so helpful to helping us to manage our time properly in view of deadlines and handle projects and ensure that we aren't leaving any crucial aspect or any aspect at all undone or forgotten right and so that was like it was really good it, it was it was quite hard to set it up but it was actually very effective like it helped it was because that was like the beginning part we used we used the Trello app we, we used the Trello app more most mostly during the beginning part and it was so crucial to like um to like defining the success of the project like helping us to form that very solid foundation in terms of how the other parts of the project was going to unfold right so using apps like trello can be super helpful i think there's also an, an alternative to trello that is also called asana a-s-a-n-a so those are two really helpful apps in terms of project management and and engaging your teams on like very large projects okay, so that brings me to the end of this episode so in this episode we went over the qualities of a good team how to be a good team leader and um went over how to recruit a team like how to build your team so most of this was in the context of a volunteer team setting up a volunteer team and i talked about how to engage your team over time through various ways and all of that so i hope you found this helpful and please don't forget to share this podcast share this episode with another change maker you know if you're on a whatsapp group chat that with other change makers please share with them if you found this helpful please send me hi on instagram and i at at oluwashayi underscore moejo and let's talk about it i'll really be happy to chat, chat with you about it about this episode or any other episode you've been able to listen to um i love to receive feedback so please send me feedback if you can don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review give some stars like five stars if possible thank you so much for listening up to this point and i hope you have a splendid morning afternoon evening night and all of the and all of the above thank you have have a beautiful week